Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. All right, all right, all right. We are live. I'm excited today. I've got Billy with me, and we are going to be talking about all things communication. What's up, Billy? What's going on, man? Not too much. I heard you've got some flies or some shit around you. What, what was that again? You said locusts? You got locusts flying yeah. around you? They're absolutely wild. They're coming out of the ground. It's super weird. So, but they're everywhere. It's like, do you have locusts in Arizona? I'm like, why? Because we fucking live in the desert? No, I don't know. We don't. I mean, we might have locusts. I don't know. I've never seen them though, here at least. Uh, but it is possible. It makes me think of some movie or some shit. Uh, so we got on the call and he was like swatting himself. And I'm like, oh, great. Uh, but it would be kind of funny, I still think, if a locust just landed on your face while we were doing this episode. And uh, that would be great, in my opinion, but, you know, whatever. Uh, so anyways, um, side note, sidebar, all that shit. Um, today, I want to talk about communication. Dude, what are the things that you're hearing on calls with guys where they absolutely just fucking suck at it? Like, like men suck at it, period, right? But what are you hearing on calls? Like, what kind of shit are people talking about? What are guys talking about with their, with their stuff? The most common thing that I hear is like toxic, toxic back and forth, yeah. right? Like toxic text. Like I text her a million times and she doesn't respond. I say awful things to my wife. You know, I get my feelings hurt and then I react. That is probably the most common thing that guys struggle with because I understand because I, I've been there before that you do get highly emotionally charged. So I would say like just keeping your cool um, is, is the one thing. And then the second most common thing that um, myself and the other guys, uh, enrollment guys here on calls is just over communication. Mm. So like chasing after her. So if you could talk on those two things in particular with guys to kind of start off with, I think that would probably be a great place to start. Yeah. I, and I've done, um, if you're, if you're new to the, the group or the program or, any of the things that are, that we've got going on. Um, I've, I've done a couple of, I know uh, I did a podcast on tame your toxic, uh, texting. I heard it was a to yeah, toxic texting breakdown. And I took toxic a, text tear down. Yeah. yeah. Toxic text tear down. I broke down a guy's texting pattern with his, with his soon to be ex-wife. Um, the guy actually ended up joining our thrive program upon seeing the video because he realized he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Um, but this is super common because Men are not emotionally wired the same way women are. And I'm going to be talking about this. We have a communications masterclass I'm going to be doing live next Thursday, May 27th at 3 p.m. And in that communication masterclass, I'm going to talk more about this. But, but specifically, there's this idea and there's, there's research to back this up that men's brains are wired differently than women's. And whereas women are, are more wired in such a way where emotions make more sense to their brain, and they're able to articulate what they feel. Whereas men are not. Men's brains are not wired for those emotions in the same way. So it takes more work. It doesn't mean it's impossible, but most men, not all men, are not very articulate with their emotions. So they're frustrated, right? And when you're frustrated, you say things, you do things out of frustration. And, and you've heard, you've probably heard me talk about this before, the idea that frustration is an unmet expectation. And so when you're expecting her to say something to you that is positive, affirming, et cetera, and she doesn't, 
your expectation is, is thrown out the door. And so you're now you're frustrated, you're angry, you're upset, and you don't know what to do. You don't know how to respond. And so your response comes out like grunting. Ugh, fuck, ugh, right? Because your brain can't literally, literally can't make sense of what you're feeling. And so I'm going to teach you some strategies in that masterclass, but it comes from the concept literally of like, you have to retrain your brain. You know, our brains are like uh, plastic. They're multiple. They're very multiple. And you can rewire your brain in a sense to come to a place where you're able to slow down, hear what is actually going on inside of you, identify with the thoughts and feelings that you feel, and then articulate what those feelings are. Because most men don't know how to do that. And I've got a podcast I call The Four C's of Communication. You can check that out in our podcast. I'm going to be diving more into that in the masterclass as well. But, I, but ideally, if you can understand that there is a reason why you grunt, there is a reason why you yell, there is a reason why you scream, there's a reason why you're like, fuck you on text, it's generally because your brain is wired differently and you weren't taught how to communicate. Your dad probably did not teach you how to communicate in a healthy way. Any male influence you probably had in your life probably did not teach you how to communicate. My dad was more the strong, silent type. And I was, I'm an extrovert. I like to talk. I like to talk. He was an introvert. He didn't like to talk. And when he did talk, he was raising his voice or he was being very stern and very direct about things. And it hurt me. Now I'm more of the emotional side. And so it became a little bit easier for me, but I still, still to this day have to practice the things that I teach in the programs in our Thrive program, Revive, 30 Day Challenge, all those things. So that, so that I can be not the best version of myself, so I can be the most empowered man possible when I show up in my relationship. So that when my relationship, when, when that person, when my fiance is mad at me, I'm, I'm hearing not this shame and condemnation. What I'm hearing is her heart and I'm giving, I'm able to give her space. And that takes practice. That takes fucking work. But most men aren't willing to do the work, man. They're just not. Can you talk about that as well? Because a lot of times when guys come on for with me, I will say, and I'm glad we're doing this because the number one issue that I found on calls and like biggest issues in relationships, why they've gone south has been communication. Yeah. Right. Like there's a lot of guys that will hop on and they'll say, you know, my wife left and it came out of nowhere. I didn't see it coming. That's the most common thing. Like this is, this is out of left field. So to me, that is a red flag that you struggle with communication because if you have a loving, caring wife and your relationship is, is healthy, right? Like she's not just going to all of a sudden one day just be like, at peace, like later, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. More than likely she was dropping hints, right? Throughout for over time. And you just didn't pick it up. So can you touch on that? Like, what communication is. Cause I feel like a lot of guys feel like communication is well, I tell her how I feel all the time and that's not it. Yeah. Right? I mean, first of all, communication is a two way street. Yeah. And if you go into communication from a selfish perspective, you're going to lose. So if your whole demeanor is I need to be heard, I need to be understood. If that's what you're leading with, guess what's going to happen? You're going to reproduce in her the idea, oh, well, I need to be heard and I need to be understood. You fucking lead by example. You lead by example. 
So if you come into the conversation and she's upset or she's whatever, and, and all you're like, oh, oh, but what about when you do this? And oh, oh, and you don't do that? Oh, oh, right? Like we get all fucking hyped up and shit and wanting to throw stuff because we're so mad because we're so fucking selfish. Because it's all about me because I'm a, I'm a little boy inside with no hair on my nuts and I got to fucking take it out on this girl. Instead of actually manning up, getting up and saying, you know what? I'm going to hear what this person says. I'm going to listen to her with my heart and my ears, and I'm not going to listen to her with my fucking mouth, but I'm actually going to hear her. There was a question here where a guy said, but when, but what about when she tears you down in your feelings and keeps going? And then what that has to do with boundaries. You, you still can have boundaries when someone is being toxic and emotionally abusive, you must put up boundaries to say, Hey, I don't want to be a part of this conversation anymore. This is not a healthy conversation. You don't have to stay there and keep getting kicked in the balls. If you are staying there and getting kicked in the balls, it's your fault. I'm going to say it again. It's your fault. This relationship you are in is your responsibility. You chose this person and you are choosing to stay with her. You are choosing to go through the shit. And if you are not willing to do the work it takes to learn how to communicate, it's your problem. It's not my problem. It's not Billy's problem. It's not Coach Joey's problem. It's not anybody else's problem. It's fucking your problem. And that's what I would say to that. No, that's great. That's great. For, for guys that have really struggled with that, like a lot of guys like, right, nah, I don't see it or I don't agree, right? But there are quite a few, and I, I see them in the group, that realize like, man, I struggle. I actually talked with a guy this morning um, and he knows what his problem is yet he still doesn't know. He's like, how do I stop? <laughs> his, his issue's texting, but he's like, how do I stop texting her all the time? What would your best advice be for somebody to, what's the first step they could take in, communi- in improving their communication? Yeah, I mean, first of all, you gotta, st- you gotta take the focus off of, of everything, right? The focus of her and what she's doing and what she's up to, that, that's a disempowered man. That is a weak, disempowered man. He is weak and he is disempowered because he can't own his own shit. And what he's trying to do is rescue, save something that's already fucking dead. He's trying to buy life insurance on something that's already dead. It's over. It doesn't mean you can't rebuild, but you can't save the past. You can only build the future. The past is in the past. The future is tomorrow. And what you have presently today, too many guys don't drink the true serum. They're still stuck in there like five years ago with their wife. And it's like, this isn't the same person. The second she says I'm done is, is the second that relationship was over. The old relationship's done. Your only way forward is to stop focusing on her and start focusing on you. Because the only reason guys do that is because they're not willing to deal with the internal pain. We have this training we call external internal pain. The external pain is the shit that happens when, when she's coming at you or when she says, I want a divorce or all that. That's external. That's outside of you. That's caused by somebody else. It's a third party causing that pain to you. But what's happened is you don't know how to, number one, have, you don't have tools, right? And so this is costing you right now. You have no tools on how to fucking deal with that. So that guy's point about her abusive, blah, blah, blah. You have no boundaries because you don't have the tools. You don't even know how to do that. That's why we have our Thrive program. That's why we have our 30-day challenge. That's why we have the things we have. And that's why I'm going to do this masterclass next week. Because guys don't have the fucking tools 
to say no or to know when is it okay to say no? How do I put a boundary up? What do I do? Like all these communication things. But, but here's the rub is if you don't focus on you, you are wasting your tears. You're wasting your tears. You will only get this chance right now, but I guarantee you, if you don't fix this, you will be right back in the same situation, six months, three years, six years down the road. I see guys all the time, two, three marriages, and they're like, man, I'm just going to finally work on me because the common denominator in these relationships is this guy. And until a guy gets to that point, we can't even help you. Don't even come asking for help. Don't even apply to work with us. Don't even join our programs until you're ready to admit you need fucking help and that you don't have all the answers. And that's okay. I don't have all the answers. I'm not God. What I have is a proven system that has helped hundreds, thousands of men go through this process and help them get their confidence, their freedom, and their power back. But it takes work and it takes humility. It takes you going, I can't focus on her. I have to focus on me because the more I focus on me, the more growth happens. And so guess what? So whether she comes back or not, I'm in the best place possible. I put myself in the best position, the most powerful position possible to either receive my wife back or to move forward with a new life. I mean, dude, what's more empowering? To wake up every day and go, man, I'm happy with my life, even though I don't have my wife. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Like, can you talk about, I'm not here to like pick on anybody, but could we talk about guys in the group that are getting advice from other guys in the group about communication, that basically it's the blind leading the blind. You have two guys talking about like, hey, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do, blah, blah, blah. Can you kind of touch base on that? On Because you kind of mentioned like spinning your wheels. Yeah. And to me, that's a perfect example, prime example that we see like every day about guys doing that in regards to the communication. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's diluted advice. It's advice that's diluted with somebody else's perspective. And while we obviously do have some aspect of advice, our actual program is coaching. So coaching is not advice giving. Coaching is helping you make decisions and moving you forward. Therapy is about addressing issues from the past in the present and looking backwards to make sense of your past so that you can have some tools so that you can potentially move forward. Whereas coaching is about taking what is in front of you and building tools to move forward. So we're not giving advice. Whereas the guys in the group have, they don't know shit about your situation. They just, they got a little blurb and they're like, oh brother, you need to drop that bitch. That is one of the most stupidest things you could say to somebody. First of all, this guy could be full of shit and lying. Second of all, you don't know anything about him. You don't know anything about those three kids at home that he's trying to provide for. You don't know anything about the woman. You don't know if this guy's a fucking narcissist who's full of shit. You don't know anything. That's why I always say, you know, ask questions before you start giving advice. That's why our program is based on questions and asking the right questions because the wrong questions will you get you the wrong answers. The level of questions in, in that I see with guys that are new to our group, to our programs, to those things are usually very low level because they have not leveled up yet. And so when you join Thrive or even 30 Day or Revive, when you join those programs, you suddenly start to level up your questions. The guys that go through a 30 day challenge, by the time they get to the end of it, they start asking totally different questions. Like we see them every week in our weekly coaching and it's like, oh my gosh, they're getting it at a different level. And that's why we have that program for those of you who aren't ready to join Thrive. 
But those of you who are like, you know what, I'm ready to fucking do the work at a high level. And I want to be around other high level guys who are leveling up in all areas of life, not just in their relationship, but them as a man, them as a husband or as a, as a producer, them as a father. If, if you're that kind of guy, that's where you go do the work and thrive. Because in Thrive, that's exactly what we're doing is we're trying to help you ask better questions. When you ask better questions, you will get better answers for your life. Yes, absolutely. Let's kind of go into like a higher level view of like, I don't know, take a, take a peek behind the curtain of Thrive, for example. You know, the, our premium program, like the very first phase of the program is working on communication. Um, so can you kind of give an example of like what that looks like at a high level? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tool-based to literally help you navigate these waters, these perilous waters you're in right now. Um, so many guys could actually, <laughs> if they would get their shit right, could actually not just keep the woman that they're married to, but level up her level of communication by the way you lead. Like some women are staying with you. Some of you right now listening to this podcast, you're watching in the group, whatever. You're listening to this, listen to my words. If you will stop fucking around and do the fucking work, learn how to communicate, learn how to own your shit and learn how to lead your family again, she won't leave and she won't divorce you. I've seen it time and time and time again where a man finally says, you know what? I want to learn how to communicate and articulate what I feel from a healthy place, not yelling, not screaming, not being toxic. And I want to hear what she's actually saying so that she feels heard and understood. Suddenly things change. Now, it doesn't mean that, that now all of a sudden everything's done and we're all good and we let the pressure go. That's where guys really fuck up. So in the very first part of the program, that's all we do. We focus high level on a, on a strategic level, communication boundaries, and then we get deeper into those tools. So you're given specific tools. We literally will structure out discussions for you, dropping power triangles, setting the narratives, telling the story to yourself, and really helping you understand what she's going through. So at the same time, you can, she can understand what you're going through and what your experience is because your experience is yours. Her experience is hers. You don't have to own her experience. You don't have to own her emotions. Too many of you are doing that because you're codependent as fuck and you got to stop owning what she's feeling. It's not your responsibility for what she feels. What she feels is what she feels. Now, if you've done something, yeah, you want to own that, but that doesn't mean you have to own what she feels. So what we're doing in that program is really, really working on every single week communication, boundaries. Um, it's from a, from a training perspective, it's the first third of the program, but it's worked on every single week and guys never fully master it for, I mean, it takes a while to fully master it. I still call myself a work in progress when it comes to this. Why? Because the second you think you've mastered it and you've, you're now, I'm just this excellent communicator is the second you start falling because pride comes before the fall. And once you start to go, oh, I've got this, I know all this. Like we had somebody drop out of the 30 day challenge uh, today because he felt like he knew it all. And he felt like, oh, I'd heard this same stuff before. I saw this video before or, or whatever. And it's like, dude, you're so fucking arrogant. You don't even realize it. He's not even in the group because he didn't even get in this group because he just looking for a quick fix. But here's the thing is the more willing you are to do the work, the work, the work on yourself the marriage becomes a byproduct of the work on you. So what you have today, the relationship you have today is based upon the work you've done up to this point. Think about that right now. All of the actions you've taken, the thoughts you've had, the beliefs you had are all 
coming to fruition right here. Time for you to sit in that shit. It's time for you to actually own that, understand it, and really feel what that feels like. And once you're ready to do that, and that's hard as fuck to do. But once you've done that, bro, you're ready for anything. Like the clients that we see the most transformation from are the guys who literally just do that. They sit in their shit and they realize, I created this mess. I am responsible. It's not my fault that she cheated. It's not my fault that she's toxic. It's not my fault that those things are happening, but I am responsible for the mess I created. What do you say the guys that are like, yeah, but Mark, like, even if I've improved my communication, she's just so mean and she just, um, she's just not going to, she's never going to communicate in a healthy way with me. And she may not. You kind of touch on that because you, you just mentioned like leadership, right? Like if you lead and I, we're talking about communication, but one of the most common things that I hear, and if it doesn't take long in the call for me to figure this out, but a lot of your wives are looking for a leader. Yep. Right. In in other aspects of life, they, a lot of times they feel like they have an extra kid. But mm-hmm. if you could kind of touch on that, how if a guy will step into that role as a leader, and a lot of you, a lot of us, it's uncomfortable, right? Because we've never done it before. Yeah. But if you step into that role in in leadership in your communication that your wife will follow you. Can you kind of touch on that concept? Cause that's one of the most common things that I hear is like, yeah, well, it doesn't matter if I work on me. Um, she's just not going to change. First of all, stop, stop hitting the fucking, she <laughs> stop hitting the fucking she button. Right. That's the first thing you got to stop doing because nothing happens when you're fucking hitting the she button, nothing happens, nothing good, nothing of consequence will happen if you're doing this. So stop hitting the she button, first of all. Second of all, at the end of the day, what matters is you. Your marriage is important. Your kids are important. But what matters is you. You can't control her. You can't make her do anything. The only thing you can do is show up as a leader. And if you're so attached to the outcome of, well, I want her to do this and I want her to do that, you're a controlling motherfucker and you need to stop. You need to stop being so fucking controlling. That control is hurting her, and that's probably why she's leaving your ass. You think about that for a second. How narcissistic, how controlling you tend to be when you don't get what you want, when you try to force her to have sex with you, when you try to make her dress a certain way, when you tell her that she's a piece of shit, when you do those things, and all of a sudden, now she's wanting to leave you, and you're a fucking emotional basket case showing up in my group and crying, and oh, oh my God, she's cheating on me. Well, of course she's cheating on you. Now, there's some, that's not most guys' situations, but there is a good portion of guys, and I want you to fucking hear that. Because there's no way in hell I'm letting you come into my group, my, my world, being around me and my coaches, until you can own your shit. I don't care if you've been a narcissist or not. As long as you're willing to admit that, we'll work with you. That's, that, that right there is huge. Billy, I don't know if I answered your question. I just kind of wanted a tangent there. <laughs> What no, was the actual I, question? No. <laughs> you you did in a, in a in a roundabout way. My question was like, what do you say to the guy that's like, it doesn't matter if I work on myself or I improve my communication because at the end of the day, my wife's a bitch and she's not going to change and she's really mean. So yeah. even if I become you know the world's greatest communicator, it's not going to matter. And I wanted you to touch on like, actually, it's the exact opposite of that. Once you start to lead, she'll follow. 
Right. And here's the thing is that that won't always happen. Um, but I will say if you, if you are leading and you have strong boundaries, they will follow. Um, my ex-wife and I, we had a very toxic relationship with a very toxic divorce, even in some ways. But as I went through the divorce process where I learned all of these tools and techniques at a higher level and got to implement them and implement them and implement them. And now we're to this point where I, my boundaries are so fucking tight. Like she can't even try shit with me like she'll throw things out every now and again and i'm just like this is what it is this is how it's going to be there's no fighting there's no toxic shit there's there's very fine line boundaries i don't even have to use power statements with her occasionally i do because it's sometimes it's necessary but for the most part she just follows my lead and we're not even married anymore um the second part is this is that too many guys are attached to the outcome and they're attached to saving something that's already fucking dead. If you are just so focused on, well, I just need a silver bullet so I can save this marriage. So she'll stop. So she'll stop sleeping with this other guy. So she'll stop doing all this stuff. Again, you're just being selfish. This has everything to do with how you show up in life. You're reaping the consequences, of your own fucking sins. And it hurts like hell. It hurts like fucking hell. And I get it. I've been there multiple multiple times i had to wake my own ass up and realize it doesn't matter i didn't cause her to do those things i didn't tell her to go sleep with someone else what i did was i created an atmosphere that allowed it to happen i created an atmosphere where i allowed it to happen multiple times because i didn't have strong boundaries i didn't have strong value in myself there's so many men in here right now you have low self-worth your father told you you were a piece of shit growing up your mom scolded you all the time. So guess what? You marry a woman who's toxic. You marry a woman who makes you feel like you're a piece of shit. And I'm here to tell you that if you decide, if you choose today to say, you know what? I think I'm worth something. I'm worth more than that. I'm worth something. And I'm going to go find what my value is. My value isn't in the relationship. Your value is not in you as a husband or you as a, as a father. Your value is you, just you, naked and alone and afraid. There is value in you. You may not feel it. You may not know it, but there is. Some of you, you're resonating right now with that exact statement. It scares the shit out of you because you start to think, what if I actually valued myself? What kind of decisions would I make if I actually valued myself? If I actually said, you know what? There's so much value in me. I'm going to actually be around other guys. I'm going to join other guys who value themselves just like I value myself. And I'm gonna put myself in a vulnerable position, not so that they can screw me up or hurt me or scold me or judge me, but so that they can continue to lift me up and I lift them up. That's what we do in our programs. We bring together men who've been hurt, who've been broken, who've been abused. I've been abused in so many different ways. It's, it's ridiculous. And, I, and I, I, I worked with so many men that have been there but all, they, all the, the ones who don't get over to the victims, the ones who say, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to stop being a victim. I'm going to let go of the victim energy and I'm going to learn how to communicate because it's for me. Because look, guys, we're talking about marriage, but this shit's so much bigger than marriage. You're a five-dimensional man, but most of you are living one-dimensional lives. You have so many different aspects to you, but you're only crushing it maybe in one area. And some of you aren't crushing it in any areas because, again, you have such low value. My business owner guys out here, you're doing well in business. You're crushing it. You're a one-dimensional guy. You might be a two-dimensional guy if you're a good father, but most of you suck at being a husband because you treat your wife like she's an employee and she's not. 
So of course she wants to leave you. Of course she doesn't want anything to do with you because you don't know how to emotionally connect with her. That's pretty fire. <laughs> I, I'm sure that, that that last little bit is going to make a lot of guys in this group, if they watch this, um, really look in the mirror and see that like, this isn't just my marriage. Like this is a, this is a personal issue that's now manifesting in my marriage. Yeah. Failed marriage. Totally. Right? Like it. Yeah. Totally. I mean, that's what we see every day is that yeah. while marriage is the thing that gets you uh, engaged with empowered man, what we do is so much bigger than that. That's why it's not called empowered marriage. It's called empowered man. Because we want to empower men in every aspect of life. We want a community of thriving men in every aspect of life, in every dimension of life. Oh, yeah. Awesome, brother. I'm going to drop the application here in the comments. If what Mark said really spoke to you, if you'd like to hop on a call with myself and see if we'd be a good fit, applications right there in the comments below. Right? Like, we don't accept everybody into the program, um, but just because you're not a good fit for Thrive doesn't mean that we can't help you out, right? No. Or that we won't, like we want to impact as many men as possible. So like we said, the application is in the comments below. Mark, do you have anything else that you want to touch on before we hop off of here? Yeah, I just, I really think somebody needs to know their value today. Amen. So somebody in this group just needs to hear you are valued and there are people that love you and you may not feel that, you may not know that, but they are there, whether it's your family or not. And if not somebody that you know personally right now, maybe it's the group of men that we work with in Thrive or in our Revive community, where you just need to get around other men that are willing to lift you up, not tear you down, not shame you. We will call you out because we call you up. We won't call you a little bitch. We will say though, hey, it's time to rise up and be the man you know you can be and desire to be. The question is whether or not you value yourself enough to invest in yourself, to invest your time, your energy, and your money. Because it costs. I didn't get to where I'm at for free. I invested my time, my energy, and my money. I have training, personal trainer that I work with, that I spend my time, my energy, and my money on every single month. And it has been tremendous return on investment. Guys, I promise you the return on investment for Thrive, there is, it's, it's incalculable. Incalculable, if that's even a word. Because what Thank we're you. literally doing is giving life transformation to you as a man. Some of you have never been fathered and you're going to have other men help father you in a healthy way. You're not going to have men say you're a little chicken shit or call you a little bitch. You're going to have men who say, you know what? Dude, you're worth so much more than the way your wife is treating you. You know what, dude, you're worth way more than this job that you're working at. That's shit. You should be making more money than that. You know what, man, the way your kids are treating you, it's a result of the boundaries that you have, the lack of boundaries you have. Like those are the kinds of conversations our guys have on an everyday basis. And if you're not in there, I mean, why? Like, like why are you not a part of, a program that's going to enrich your life in every area possible. Don't let money, don't let time get in the fucking way for the transformation that you could potentially have. We have the ability to work with just about every guy. We have opportunities, funding opportunities. There's, there's ways 
if you're willing to do the work, we will work with you and we will find a way to help you. That's all I got, man. Dude, thanks for joining me again. Me too. Thank you. Um, I hope this provided value today. I know it did. So awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Mark. Hey, this is Mark Santiago, CEO and founder of Empowered Man. I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. However, before you go, I want to give you a special invitation. Now, listen, we've got a program that is designed specifically for men who are hurting right now, who are on the verge potentially of divorce, who are facing potential separation or already separated, and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with cheating. They're dealing with all kinds of shit. If that's you, I want to challenge you to take the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. That's right, the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. You can go to emchallenge.com right now and sign up for the 30-Day Challenge. Here's why I think you should do that. If you're hurting, you need to understand why you're hurting. You need to understand what is actually going on. In week one of the challenge, we are gonna actually rip off that Band-Aid a little bit and coach you through that process. And then we continue to do that process all the way to the point where you start to make decisions that are empowered instead of disempowered. I don't know about you, but I would much, much, much rather make decisions from a place of strength than a place of weakness. So if you're facing decisions, if you're facing this anxiety, what do I do? How do I respond when my wife is being toxic? I don't know what to do. My wife is cheating on me. I don't know what to do. My wife doesn't love me. I don't know what to do. We are going to help you find those answers within. Now look, this 30 day challenge is probably unlike any other you've been a part of. Why? Because not only do we have daily assignments happening in the program every single day, but you also get live group coaching calls. I said live group coaching calls with myself and my lead coach. That's right, I am a part of this. It's not just some other people doing it. I am there live with you every single week call that we are on. Third part of that is you're gonna have a community of other guys that are going through exactly what you are going through. And the best part of this, this isn't even a fraction of the price we could charge for it. In fact, at some point we may raise the price, but right now it is at a bargain. So go to emchallenge.com, emchallenge.com to take the Empowered Man 30 Day Challenge and I will see you on the inside.